Hey, it's Erica. And before we get into today's episode, I wanted to tell you about something we've got coming up that could be perfect for you. It's a four-week Bible-based study called The Tenacious Girl's Guide to Breakthrough, a map for navigating the journey of audacious faith with God. We'll be studying the book of Ruth as we consider this question. So what do you do when the bottom's falling out and your surroundings look nothing like you thought they would and you don't know what to do next? Girl, we're gonna learn how to access audacious faith and hope in God, the kind of audacious faith that Ruth exhibited when her world fell apart and she needed to know what her very next step to breakthrough would be. So what does this study look like? It's a four-week study kicking off on Monday, April 18th, We'll meet online for four consecutive Monday evenings via Zoom. Everything's going to be recorded, so there'll be replays if you happen to miss any of the live sessions. You're going to get a workbook with lesson notes, questions to activate your learning, and places to take notes during our live sessions. And then during those Monday night sessions, I'm going to be teaching for a bit, and then we'll open up the session for questions and for discussion. It's going to be so good. Now, I know you could do a study like this on your own for free, right? But let me ask you something. Will you? Will you prioritize to sit down by yourself to read and meditate on the readings and then to ask yourself the deep questions? Will you make it a priority for yourself to journal and to apply what you're learning to your own life? Will you set up conversations with others so that you can go deeper? Do you think that you do that all on your own? Or let me ask you something. Do you even want to? Or do you want to join a collective of other tenacious women who are ready to journey together towards audacious faith? You want that, right? So are you ready to sign up? All right, then I want you to head over to revivewoman.org slash breakthrough and grab your ticket. And when you register by April 18th, you're going to get a sweet bonus. Are you ready for this? You're going to get an online ticket to our upcoming Revive Woman conference that's happening on May 13th and 14th. This is three sessions of life-changing worship, prayer, word, impartation, and testimonies alongside other vibrant, Jesus-loving sound makers who are ready to be revived and then sent out to bring the kingdom into their assigned sphere of influence. So if you're ready to grab all of this goodness, then I want you to head over to revivewoman.org slash breakthrough and claim your seat today. And then I'll see you on April 18th for our kickoff session. All right, now I want you to grab your Bible, your journal, and a pen as we head in to this week's episode. Hey there, and welcome back to the Physician of Prosper podcast. I'm your host, Erica Pyle. And today I want to get into the question, can you accelerate your breakthrough? I want to actually get into whether there is biblical evidence or not for this concept. And this past week, I went live on Facebook in one of my pages, and we talked about this question live, and it was a really good session. And so I wanted to share the audio here with you. So that's the question on the table as we step into this episode. Is it possible, biblically speaking, to accelerate your breakthrough? What do you think? Let's hop in. All right. So here's the thing. Before I give you the answer to the question, I want to tell you something. I want to tell you about my heart. Okay. Now you might be like, what's the point? Because if you're going to listen to me, then you need to know like what my perspective is on breakthrough. And one thing that I get sometimes, like sometimes people will say to me, cause they're like, aren't you a pastor of a local church? Like you pastor people, right? You lead people to the Lord. And I'm like, absolutely. And they're like, well, why then why are you talking about topics like 
life application, you know, stuff? Why are you talking about things like breakthrough or like whether people are happy or, you know, just kind of lifestyle stuff? Aren't you like watering down the gospel? And I got to tell you something. I absolutely do not believe that. I believe that God cares about our quality of life. I think he cares um, tremendously about how we walk through life and how we experience life. Because get this, you and I are beacons to other people. We are signal fires set on a hill to point to him. And if we're not having better experiences in our life, if we're not experiencing the kingdom on earth, like in our life, then why would, why would anyone look at us and think, oh, I want to have what she has? So it's vitally important that we fully understand how to unpack the truth of the Bible and live it out in our lives. Because sometimes the loudest gospel that you're preaching is not coming out of your mouth. It's coming out of your life. And so one thing that's really important to me, and I'm, pro- I'm going to get a little emotional, but I can feel it. Um, one thing that's really important to me is that when we talk about breakthrough, that we do not water down the word of God as it pertains to the victory that we have in Christ Jesus and the access that we have and our ability to break through and have a breakthrough lifestyle in Christ. Um, because I really believe that, you know, we can look at Hollywood, we can look in the media, we can look at like our culture right now and Our culture is trying to teach us all these different ways for what victory and breakthrough can look like. And all of them, you got to sell your soul to the devil. All of them, like they're going home at night and I can guarantee you many of them are sad, broken, depressed. They're realizing that having more money doesn't mean that they're happy. You know, like that they have the, the prettiest person on their side or whatever, you know, there's something to the hole that gets left in your heart that isn't filled by Jesus. And Jesus is the breaker. Micah 2.13 talks about following our king, our breaker out through the breach and that he leads and we follow. And so breakthrough, I talked about this last night on um, my Erica Pyle page here on Facebook. I talked about how breakthrough is a lifestyle and we get there by following the breaker. But my heart in this acceleration thing, um, it got really real a few years ago because I was following a couple of um, people out on social media that, you know, they said they were Christians and they would have some of that Christian language. I like to call it Christianese, right? Um, and so I was like, okay, you know the language. Okay. Oh, you're a PK. Okay. Got it. Got it. All right. So, and then I was like, it was just so exciting. And what they said was possible. And this just really strong language, this strong girl power language, right? I mean, maybe you know what I'm talking about. Maybe you were there too. Um, and then what wound up happening was I started hearing some things that weren't lined up with the word of God. And I was like, hold on a second. You can't say that you are giving Christian advice or that you're a Christian who's giving good advice that's in line if you say that, because that's not biblical. And so I kind of pulled back a little bit and just kind of like watched what was going on. And what I saw broke my heart because I saw women who were articulating in comments and in, you know, threads of videos. They were talking about the fact that they were trying to do it in a biblical way, but that they weren't being taught how to fully break through. And so they came out and started watching and listening to this concept, which had a lot of hustle culture involved in it. You got to strive. You got to work hard. You got to run. No one's coming for you. You've got to be your biggest own cheerleader. You can't wait on other people to give you the accolades. These things are slightly untrue. 
Okay, slightly untrue because we do have personal responsibility and there are things that we need to do. Faith without works is dead. But here's the thing. Yeah, someone is coming for you. In fact, he already came. His name is Jesus and he gave his life for you and you died with him in baptism and you rose again with him and you get to have new life. And that means that you can actually walk in the kingdom and have a breakthrough lifestyle. We talked about that last night on my Erica Pyle page, so you can go check that out if you missed it. So I started realizing that this kind of sound that's 80-20 that's out there, you know, people who are willing in their Instagram bio to be like, I'm a Christian, and then they're teaching you unbiblical strategies for breakthrough and biblical stra- unbiblical strategies for like how to function in life, that's danger, danger. Can I tell you something? There's a whole chapter in the Bible that speaks to that. Go check out Ezekiel 13 if you want to freak yourself out. Not really, because it's biblical, right? So all of it should bring peace to our heart because it's truth. But if you are a person who's operating this way, um, Ezekiel 13 should, should scare you straight. Let's just put it that way. And so I started to get a heart for these women who were just like lemmings going over the cliff. Like, oh, I want her life. I want my life to look like that. And then one by one, they started going through divorce. And one by one, their lives started to unravel. And I watched these women who were so intent on following them anywhere and doing at any cost. I saw them start to break in the comments and in the threads. And I just prayed because I wasn't going to be that girl that was going to jump into people's comments and start like one-offing people. But man, did I pray. I prayed that they would find their way back to the fullness of the gospel. I prayed that they would realize that God is real, that his ways work, and that if they would walk those out, if they would trust and obey the Lord with all their heart, with all their mind, with all their strength, with all of it, that they would see it because Jesus is breakthrough. Jesus is victory. And if they would pursue, I realized that what they were doing was they were sad and they were, and they were concerned and they were worried that maybe it wouldn't work. And so they went looking for people that looked and sounded like them. And they went looking for people that looked like they were winning based on a different strategy. And when they found them, they didn't realize that behind the curtain, they lacked integrity. They didn't realize that behind the curtain, they weren't living the breakthrough life that they were portraying in the front. And I got to tell you something. It is possible to do both. It is possible to be a woman of integrity in a, a godly woman of integrity. It is possible to get to breakthrough. Uh, my life is an, is an example of that. And um, th- those would be some very long stories. And I probably should tell those stories later on this week. And maybe I will. But we got to get to our question. Our question is, can you accelerate the path to breakthrough? And is that even biblical? So let's get into that. Are you guys ready for this? Are you ready to answer the question? Here, before I give the answer, I want you to pop into the comments and let me know what you think. Do you think it's biblically possible to accelerate breakthrough? And it might be a trick question. It might not be A plus B equals C. But what do you think? What do you think? Do you got scripture? Do you have a scripture that can prove your point, that undergirds your point? You should have that right, that habit, girl, right? You want to know that whenever you're going to say, this is my position, this is my biblical position, you want to be able to go in and find your scripture. And you don't want to just be cherry picking scripture, right? You want to be crossing, cross-referencing. You want to be looking at the context. You want to understand a little bit about what you're quoting, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, Phyllis says, yes, but I don't have the scriptural support um, for it. Okay, so I'm wondering... Is that just a gut check? Is that just your discernment? Which, 
you know, that's fine. I'm just saying if once we get there, because a lot of times we know the truth. We follow Jesus. We have the mind of Christ. So we'll know the truth. But then it's like, oh, let me go look and find my undergirding scripture. But I've got a few for you guys tonight. I want to start with um, a, a scripture that's in Hebrews 6. And you probably know this one. It says, faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Faith and patience inherit the promises of God, right? So what that brings to us is this idea of there being a timeline because promises being fulfilled is breakthrough, right? Like what is breakthrough? What is breakthrough? Is breakthrough just when you get what you want? What really, what would biblical breakthrough look like? I believe that biblical breakthrough looks like when your life is looking like the promise, when your experience matches the promise. See, to me, that's that's breakthrough. Or when your perception, when your perspective, when your character, when your maturity levels are at the place where, you know, the Lord says, this is who I made you to be. This is what I made you to do. This is what I made you to have. This is what I made your permissions to be. So the alignment, I believe that breakthrough is when our life is manifesting the promises and that we can actually see it come to pass. Um, Psalm 27, 13 says, I would have despaired had I not believed that I would see the goodness of God in the land of the living. And so breakthrough looks like when the goodness of God hits the land of the living and we actually see it, we perceive it, we walk in it, we wield it, we have dominion in it, that kind of stuff. So the question, so when we say faith and patience inherit the promises of God, that says to me that there is a pathway to breakthrough, that at least in our human experience, it feels as though there's a path leading to breakthrough. But if you were with me last night, you remember I said, breakthrough isn't a destination, it's a lifestyle. And so what is that, like, how does that kind of breaks your brain, right? You're like, okay, wait a minute. Faith and patience inherit the promises of God. That means that there's a time factor in it, which means that there has to be like some kind of a destination, even if it's not a physical destination, Erica, that must mean that time has to pass, that I might be living in an experience of non-breakthrough, right? But I'm like, not so fast, because I don't think this answer is linear, I don't think this answer is linear. Kat says, I'm thinking of when Jesus turned water into wine. Ding, 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 ding. If I was giving away prizes, I would be throwing one at you right now, Kat. We are going to talk about that scripture because that right there is the life application that I'm going to highlight tonight. So Hebrews 6 gives us this idea that there is some kind of a timeline. There is some kind of a path. Isaiah 60 verse 22 says this. It says, when the time is right, I, the Lord, will make it happen. That's what the prophet said. When the time is right, I, the Lord, will make it happen. Some translations say cause it to come to pass or cause it to happen in my timing. So I'm like, hold up, hold up. There is a time and there's a time that's right. But here's something interesting. God's saying when the time is right, I will make it happen. So what that's doing is it's saying like striving comes right off the table. So right away, you need to understand that your striving is not going to quicken the breakthrough calendar. Like you're striving, you're like working overtime. There is no overtime in God. You know, like you could like worry about it all night long, the hamster on the wheel all night long. And that is not going to move the dial at all as it pertains to breakthrough. Because this scripture says that when the time is right, God will make it happen or he will cause it to come to pass in his timing. So that's like, 
wow, okay, okay. So I'm learning a little bit more here. There is a timing, but there's something supernatural about when it comes to pass. Do you see that? So then I find my little scripture in Ecclesiastes 3. You guys, um, Isaiah 60, 22, Phyllis, 60, 22. Um, it's the last verse in that chapter. So let's go to Ecclesiastes 3, because this one's a little bit longer. But you know the scripture. Okay, you know the scripture because um, we hear it a lot. Um, there's even a song that kind of mimics it, right? So if Ecclesiastes 3 says, For everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. So that means that there's got to be a time for breakthrough too, kind of, right? But specific breakthrough. So there's a time to be born, and there's a time to die. There's a time to plant. There's a time to pluck up what was planted. There's a time to kill. There's a time to heal. There is a time for everything, right? But then look at this. If you go on in that in those scriptures, if you go down to verse 14, so go to Ecclesiastes 3 verse 14, and let's look at it. Look at what it says. It says, I perceived that whatever God does endures forever. Nothing can be added to it, nor anything taken from it. Okay, that blows my mind. We're going quantum, so understand that. Just that, just that line alone. But get this next sentence. Check it. God has done it so that people fear before him. Verse 15. This is it. Look. That which is has already been. That which is to be already has been. And God seeks what has been driven away. God seeks it. God goes to pursue that which has been driven away because everything that has been will be in the future and everything that's to be in the future has already been. What? Breakthrough is a thing, right? So what that means is that if your breakthrough exists in the future, then it already exists to God and it's existed this whole time. That that blows my mind. Does that not blow your mind? And then it says that whatever is driven away, he pursues. He goes and he seeks it because he's bringing it back to his timeline. So listen to me. Get this. Understand this. Understand this. This is so good. I love quantum physics, you guys. So to be talking about this concept and it's faith because faith is a spiritual concept. Faith is the spiritual precursor to quantum physics, quantum mechanics. Understand that science, the, the science of quantum mechanics is actually um, an articulation, a, a, a very like, you know, pedestrian articulation of how faith works. Like it's, it's mind blowing. But what this says to me is that your breakthrough that you're going for, that you want to accelerate to, it already exists. There's a time for everything to manifest. That's what Ecclesiastes 3 is saying, but it already exists. And so the question on the table isn't just, can we accelerate breakthrough? It's what can we do to bring that breakthrough into our present so that we can experience it now? Because it already exists now. We're just not necessarily experiencing it now. Are you guys just like, is this making you crazy? Like it's making me crazy. Like I am like, my mind is blown by this. Um, okay. So let's look at it in a life application. Hey, let's look at it in the life of Jesus. So Kat already called us out, star student already called it out. And that story is found in John chapter two. Okay. So go to John chapter two. 
And guys, listen, you know that after this, I'm going to tell you to get into the breakthrough study that's starting on Monday, right? So let me, let me, let me just point this out. If this is how good the front end is, if this is how good the taster is, what do you think is going to happen in the course? Like, what do you think is going to happen when we really get into it and we actually get to have discussions and talk about stuff together and we get to dig in and we get to apply this to your life specifically? Come on. This is just the taster. All right, John 2. Sorry, I'm getting so worked up. I love the topic of breakthrough, if you have not noticed. Okay, John chapter 2. So this is the story of the wedding at Cana, right? And so they're at the wedding, and Jesus was there. He was there with his mom. He was there with his disciples. They got invited. And when the wine ran out, the mother of Jesus, mother of Jesus said to him, now remember, Jesus hadn't done no miracles yet. He hadn't revealed who he was. He just started teaching, like he had these disciples. So he was talking about the father. He was talking about the concepts of the kingdom. He was just starting to get out there, you know, just started his Instagram account, maybe had like a hundred followers. Just kidding. Just kidding. You know what I'm talking about though? Like he just started, just started like our Revive Woman page that only has like 55 followers right now because we just started. So share the page, get people on the page. Um, But his mother says to him, they have no wine. And look at Jesus. Jesus says to her, I love this. This is his mom. Okay. So I'm like, okay, honor, respect Jesus. That'll get you a long life and a good life. Right? So how does this fit in? He says to her, (laughs) sorry, I am just like laughing. I got a little wave of the Holy Spirit. Okay. This was his response. Woman, what does this have to do with me? I love that. He's like, woman, like, what are you trying to do to me, woman? And look at what he says. He says, my hour has not yet come. The time of breakthrough isn't now, woman. So what are you, why are you telling me about the wine? Like, this is not my problem. I have not, I have not publicly done any miracles. Nobody here knows what, what's up. And more importantly, he says, my father in heaven hasn't told me that it's my time to start operating like this. But check out what his mom does. His mom, go, his mom, his mother says to the servants, do whatever he tells you. She ignored that thing. She said, oh, I hear you saying that breakthrough isn't for now, but I'm not buying it because I know who you are. I know your character and I know something about the father in heaven because you've been running your mouth about him your whole growing up life. So let me tell you something. We're going to pull on that thing. And so this application of Jesus's life right here should tell us everything that we need to know that Mary was so audacious. This is the audacious faith, you guys. Oh my goodness. This is where we're going. That she would be like, yeah, I hear what you're saying, but I know who you are. Yeah, I know that this is like the the normal way to go about it. Maybe this is what like, you know, what what we could expect under the old covenant, but I'm feeling the new covenant. And she's like, so do whatever he tells you to do. And so Jesus turns around, tells them to bring the water pots. And when they did, they dipped it out and it was wine. And he does this miracle. And what this says to me is, we can bring breakthrough forward. Why? Because it already exists. According to Ecclesiastes 3, your breakthrough, it already exists. We already know this, right? Because from the foundations of the earth, from the foundations of the world, the lamb was slain. There was already a plan for your breakthrough. There was already a plan for your perfection. There was already a plan for you to live with Jesus forever and ever and ever. Amen. And to have new life. And that that includes breakthrough. And so we know that that breakthrough exists because of Ecclesiastes 3 and the other scriptures that speak to it, right? But now the question is, how do we How do we apprehend it? How do we bring it into the now? Hmm? 
Well, there are ways to do that. And you know, I'm going to leave you on a cliffhanger because here's the deal. The strategies, the life strategies for bringing that breakthrough into your now and experiencing it now are found inside that four-week study that we're starting on Monday called the Tenacious Girl's Guide to Breakthrough. We're going to be talking about the map that the Bible is for leading us into audacious faith so that we can apprehend breakthrough in Christ. And so I really, I'm so excited to teach you guys about these things found in the Bible, because here's the thing. There are so many people out there that want to give you strategies. They want to give you skill sets. They want to give you hacks for how to do this stuff. But here's the thing. We actually have biblical strategies, biblical truth for how, for how to apprehend our our future breakthrough and bring it into the now. Because breakthrough is a lifestyle and you can start living it today. So if you are not yet signed up for this course, I want you to do that. Now, listen, before I tell you where to go, if you have your ticket to the Revive Women's Conference happening on May 13th and 14th already, this course is a VIP perk for those of you who signed up early. So if you've got your conference ticket, you're already into this breakthrough study and you'll be getting an email in the next couple of days adding you to the group where we're going to be doing the course. However, if you do not yet have your ticket to conference, then I want to encourage you get this breakthrough study because here's the thing. There's a bonus in the breakthrough study and it is a digital virtual ticket to the conference. Um, But here's the deal. This conference, this study, it's four weeks long. I'll be going live once per week on Monday nights. I'll be teaching you a lesson about these four strategies for breakthrough, accelerating breakthrough. And then you'll have an opportunity to get into discussion pod later in the week and talk about your own experiences and how you're applying what you learned in the lesson. There's a Facebook group where we can all hang out. We can encourage one another and um, everything's going to be recorded. So that's another great thing. And uh, you can access it at any time. You'll have access to it for as long as it's hosted on that page, which is super cool. You can go back to it. Um, And then here's the other thing. There is a 68-page like bomb.com workbook that goes along with this. I've never created anything like this. I mean, I am... I'm like blowing my own mind as I'm downloading this with the Lord and putting it together for you. So this is going to be an incredible resource and tool for you as you step into this next season. And so I want to encourage you to get signed up if you aren't already. So go to revivewoman.org slash breakthrough and get your seat for this four-week study today. I really want to continue on with you as we talk about breakthrough, accelerating to breakthrough and living in it. <music> 